95, but we can take it back to 88. Oh, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, 88, Forget what you thought, what I know If it didn't take away from what you had You glad, competition's in the bed Tryna bag, cause you traveling Walking on the court with the ball My call, you dissolve everything that resolves All the dirt that you can stand Can't stand by yourself without a man Well then, guess there's been a change of plan Barcode on the heart they get, baby, I can stand And I gotta have you like that blaze on the fan Slow motion like that blaze, I'm a fan Cause it's sunny outside, you want the blue <laughs> Like a Navy SEAL, you were saying you leave it, but you say for real. And I was born in 95, but we can take it back to 88. Huh? 88, 88, 88. 88, 88. Huh? I was born in 95, but we can take it back to 88. 88, 88, 88. 88, 88, 88. Uh. We can listen to a little Marvin Gaye, a little MJ. Why be chilling in our MJ since that lady said I came out? Girl, you been killing. Yo, what's up, y'all? Welcome to another Live by Terrence show. I am T-Rex. It's definitely an honor and a blessing to be here on another Sunday night. <laughs> it is fall down here. we broadcasting outside of Atlanta, Georgia, north of Auburn, Alabama, War Eagle. Those boys put on a show. Definitely enjoyed the game last night. I just got to give a shout-out to those guys for the hard work now. They are currently ranked number two in the nation, in the AP poll. We're coming for Florida State. We want those 13 seconds back from the national championship game, but it's just the way it is. Maybe we'll get another shot this year. But we got a star-studded show, and we're going to go ahead and kick it off. Usually we do our our football talk, but we have that coming up at the top of the hour at 9 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. But I want to welcome a special guest. Uh, He's hailed from New York, 
Uh, he has have covered major ground and, and gained a loyal following with Fresh Vets. D Prince was prone to branch out and take his career to the next level. The fashionable rhyme spitter has been featured in X Double XL magazine, The Source, MTV, along with any major blog you can name. And he is being featured on here tonight. We're gonna to welcome D Prince to the show. How you doing tonight, sir? I'm good, brother. How you doing, man? Thanks for having me. Uh, <clears throat> thank you. Thank you for taking the time to be on the show tonight. No, absolutely, man. No problem. Thank you. Oh, no no problem. No problem. So how, how is everything going with you tonight? Everything is good, man. I'm just uh, recently recovering from this cold, man. It's uh, The weather's uh, shifting up here in New York. So, you know, we're from being 90 degrees one week to like 70 degrees the next week. So it took me down a little bit, but I'm good. I'm good. No complaints, man. Life is good. Oh yeah, oh yeah, most definitely. It um, it was forty two degrees down here in Alabama. <laughs> oh wow, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's cold. Yeah, it's, it's cold for us. Oh shoot, sixty degrees is cold for people down here. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. I, I was born in Alabama. I don't know if you you, you know uh, you guys got wind of that, but I was born out there in Tuscaloosa. So I can't I can't be a war eagle with you. I gotta say, roll tide. Oh man, come on. <laughs> 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 that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> I mean, War Eagle, you got to do your thing, but man, like uh, you know, I, I was, I got Alabama blood in my veins, and I was born out there in T Town, so you know. Oh yeah, definitely. We're gonna salute T Town, Tuscaloosa, <laughs> Roll Tide. <laughs> yeah, man, <laughs> got to do that. <laughs> now you you have been uh pretty much a, a veteran in in um the hip hop world. Uh, what what kind of projects uh, do you have coming up? Oh, um, so yeah, yeah, I've been in the game for a long time. You know, um, I was in a group called Fresh Vets for for like four years uh, with my boy DJ Boss, and um, before that, I was solo. You know, so I put my mm-hmm. first album out some years ago, and you know, and then I started rocking with Fresh Vets. But you know, Fresh Vets was doing their thing, and you know, got a couple looks from DJ Premier and um, some blogs and some magazines and stuff like that, and. Then um, you know, I went solo again, and uh, now I'm working on this project called uh, Black Sinatra, um, and I got the Fedora tape dropping actually next week. So it's, good. it's a busy couple of weeks coming up. Black Sinatra comes out November 4th. Fedora tape comes out October 15th. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, I want to ask you what what's the what's the difference of being a solo artist versus being in a group, and and, and how uh, what what different aspects did you face? You know, being by yourself, and then, and then also when you have uh, a group of people around you. Right. Um. Well, the 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 difference between being a solo artist and being in a group is that I think I heard Q-Tip say this one time on the that movie they did about Drop Go Quest, and I completely agree with him and totally resonated with me when he said the constant consider constantly considering someone else even before yourself. It's like a relationship. So you know you can't really make moves until you talk to the person that's or people that's in the group with you. You know, there are no lone decisions. It's a group decision. You know, it's, it's you know, uh, we sit down and we converse about, you know, different aspects and different uh, plans that we're, you know, uh, or things that we want to execute, but we got to make sure it's a group decision before we do it. You know, as opposed to being on your own, you know, it's, <clears throat> you know, you're solo. It's, it's, you know, if it fails, no one is to blame but me, you know, so I make right. the sole decisions. So that's the difference, really, is just, you know, a sole decision by myself or 
being in a group and making a group decision. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Now, as as far as being a solo artist, do is your sound different being by yourself, or are you kind of pulled from uh, what you brought into the group? Uh, absolutely. I definitely pulled for what, what, uh, for what I brought in with Fresh Vets. You know, my man DJ Pauls had a specific sound, you know, when we did our projects. We put out four albums, you know, and the albums were all, like, real, you know, boom bap, you know, uh, reminiscent of the old school style of music. You know, um, me rocking by myself, but the music is more, you know, classy, you know, hence my, my, my moniker, CFRN. You know, everything is classy, you know, and it's a little bit, you know, more sleek and, and upscale, but it still has that, you know, that that feel to it. Like, you can see, like, all right, yo, this cat has respect for the old school. So it's it's it's, mm-hmm. it's new age stuff, but I'm just pulling from the old school and putting it in, you know, the the new context, you know, the new music that I'm putting out so people can still relate to it, but people understand that, you know, I, I am cut from a different cloth. I am... You know, I am, you know, my school is different than a lot of the other dudes. Like, I look up to, like, you know, Nas and Wu-Tang Clan and, you know, Rakim, and those are the cats that inspired me, you know. so But you get that when you listen to my music. Now, I know you you said next week you're coming out with Black Sinatra. Uh, can you um, pretty much tell us what, what what kind of sound we're expecting from that album? All right, so no, actually, next week is the Fedora tape. The, the Fedora tape, it's kind of like it's the appetizer before the main course. So like it's a it's like a micro mixtape, you know. Uh, I think it's like five or six joints on there, and um, that that specific project is basically to kind of warm people up, to you know, um, and let them know have, raise awareness for Black Sinatra. Black Sinatra will come out on the fourth of November. Um, sound on that is just really, um, you know, same classy fly rap stuff that I do. You know, but it's it, I had a a better chance to play around with this one because there's a lot of samples in it, you know, and uh, it's more of like me just rhyming, you know, and it's it's some fly stuff on there, and it's also some some conscious records on there too. But it's basically a great introduction to who D Prince is if you don't know who I am. So and it, it's it's a I had a lot of fun making it actually. So it's uh it's cool. It's it's one of those cool little projects. I think people are gonna be able to put in their cars and put in their headphones and you know it's 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 a good ride out you know project yeah oh yeah well let's talk about this first track uh, we got fedora on tilt um well, basically <laughs> what, what 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 is this track about <laughs> yeah that's what it was actually that is probably my favorite track on that uh the fedora tape um and it was actually one of the last songs i recorded for it it's just you know i i grew up you know, I love Black Sinatra. Uh, I love uh, Frank Sinatra. He's one of my favorite people. He's uh, just his iconic style and the way he looked at things, the way he viewed the world. You know, he gave Sammy Davis Jr., you know, his start and, you know, just the Rat Pack and that whole era, like, with them, like, just being, like, the fly boys of, of the the, the uh, entertainment business, you know what I mean, him, Dean Martin and all those guys. It's just I was inspired by him, and it was a quote online I read one time, and it said, um, Frank Sinatra, his quote, he goes, cock your hat, angles are attitudes. And I kind of took that. I was like, wow, he was saying that back in the 50s. This, you know, 50s and 60s, this is Frankie talking about cock your hat. Like, you know, that's what all the little black kids and everyone, even like the white kids, you know, that want to be like us, you know, they, you know, they, they, they wear their hat on tilt. You know, it's, it's an attitude. So it's, it's a, it's, 
it signifies, you know, it's it, it's attitude, you know, and that's what it really means to me, and that's what Fedora on Tilt is. That's my attitude. That's my, you know, my style. Like it's 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 basically just style. So, and that's what Fedora on Tilt really means, and you know, it's a metaphor. It's a metaphor for style. Oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt. We're gonna check this track out, and we'll be right back. Check out your number one digital outlet for music and news from hip hop to Hollywood. www.thehypemagazine.com. Hey yo. Nigga Robin, they should've put him in the slaughterhouse. Magnificent butcher could show you what it's all about. Green lighting rappers from front and I put the order out. So run for the border, can't throw away raps on my order. Nigga robbing cigars with my Sephora hat. That's part of my aura, I'm telling you it's more than rap. That's a classy nigga up on your TV. And this bourbon we sipping is sort of peaty. I ain't round haters, it's frontin' and acting needy. My wife got a chance, she's sexy like Nefertiti. Garbage ass rappers can't beat me. The rocks on the nose, attract the bottle of CD. Duffel, fresh change of clothes in it My bank account looking good, it got some holes in it I pour the drinks into the can and let it air and rain first Before sipping, I put my nose in it Stop again, nigga, yo, your clothes rented Cigar smoking, relaxing like the whole cynic Uh, who the illest show is no discussion Putting rappers to bed, you call me Robitussin I came to usher in a new era If niggas knew better, they do better I ain't fucking with niggas that's on that hood shit Show them something different in life The things they couldn't get Instagram and pics of my lady cause she a bad bitch Hunger pains in my stomach, I never had shit Uh, my fedora on tilt, nigga I'm a survivor, the town built, nigga Perfect stitch in my jacket, look like a quilt, nigga My fedora on tilt, nigga My fedora on tilt, nigga I'm a survivor, the town built, nigga Bitch in my jacket, look like a quilt, nigga my fedora on silk, nigga. See it far in. Dope to the end. Black Sinatra. Got me. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah. Yes, sir. That's what I'm talking about. I actually have a fedora. You know what? I'm going to start rocking my fedora on tilt like D Prince. We're going to rec- welcome him back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put that for doing it too, man. Make sure it got a nice lean on it, you know? Yeah, man. See, I got one. I even got my name. I even got my name on the side of it. So I'm definitely going to oh, start rocking nice. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> See, I, I like that, man. My, my, my aim is to inspire people to start rocking stuff like that, you know, just try something different, you know. The fitted hats are cool. Don't get me wrong. I love fitted hats. But uh, that fedora just says something else. It says class, you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, see, I know you you, you did a track about fedoras. Do you, do you uh, have a large collection of fedoras, or or you have, I have just a, a few of a, them? I have one. I'm looking at them. They're sitting on the wall right now. I have one. Two, I have four. Four different ones. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I got one that I wear more than the others, probably. But you know, I have at least four. You know, growing collection. <laughs> I like to call it. <laughs> now. The, the people that you have in your life, 
who are some of the people that influence influence you outside of music for um, for you to do um, the music and uh, become the person that you are today? Oh uh, man, basically my well, first and foremost, my wife. You know, she's uh she's uh, extremely supportive, and you know, a music head herself. You know, she's a she's a dancer. You know, a Lindy Hop dancer. You know, most Lindy Hop dancers listen to they listen to jazz. That's what. You know, it's like jazz, swing, you know, boogie woogie. Like, so she's a music head. So she definitely gets what I'm doing and 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 understands it and supports it 150 percent. You know, um, uh, outside of her, you know, my friends, my just my close circle of people that I have that you know they're not yes men. You know, they they keep it real with me. They let me know if something is not dope. They let me know if something is dope. You know, um. It's just, you know, I don't have a huge, huge circle. You know, I have a small circle that, you know, the people that I work with, you know, I just keep it, I keep it simple, man. I try to, I try not to have too many people around because the more people mm-hmm. around, the more attitudes and the more personalities you have to deal with. And I, and I can troubleshoot. I can, you know, I can handle people, but, you know, cause I was a waiter for years. So it's like, I know how to handle people and read people, but, you know, at the, at the same time, I still like to keep the circle minimum. Oh yeah, no doubt about that. And yeah. Black Sinatra drops November the fourth. You November all make, 4th. Sure, make sure you get that. <laughs> yeah, please, now, man, check me out. You know. Oh yes. Now we have another track called Wine Cellar. Uh, can you tell us about this one? Oh man, yeah, Wine Cellar. That's um, my man Ibrahim from Sweden produced that. Uh, we was in the studio one day, uh, and actually my wife was there too. It's funny. So we were sitting there, and my man Ibrahim just flipping through some beats, and he played that one. And I literally got up and ran out of the room because it was so dope. I was like, damn, man, I want that. Let me get that. So, uh, you know, I got it, banged it out, did it, came out fly. And uh, we actually got the video dropped for that tomorrow. So, um, yeah, it's that. that's one of my favorite tracks, man, um, on Black Sinatra as well. Uh, just because, you know, I, I could have did a song about Hennessy. I could have did a song about Patron. You know, I could have did a song about Moscato, all these go-to drinks that people, you know, go-to drinks that people know about, you know, but I'd rather try something different. And, you know, not everyone is, uh, you know, a wine enthusiast like me. Like, you know, I'm a wine enthusiast. I love wine. I love right. different grapes and varietals and, you know, burgundies, Bordeaux, you know, uh, Petite Syrahs. Like, there's so many different grapes out there. But the average mind, especially in the hood, the average mind, they don't know about that. They look at what they see on the billboards. And, you know, what you see when you look on billboards, you see Moscato, you see Hennessy. Like, I mean, which is cool, yeah. but that's just, I'm not, you know, I like, to, I like to educate people, you know, and that's what it is. So that's what that song really was about, too, It's just showing people something different and, you know, showing that there's more things out there than just those three drinks. You know, it's, it's some great wine out there, you know, that you can, you know, all you got to do is pick up a book and read it, you know, or Google it. And you'll know what I'm talking about. So. Oh yeah. So, so you basically did your research, right? <laughs> did a lot yeah, of wine. Man, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, definitely. Like it's like I said, you know, I've been a waiter for a long time. That was my line of work. Right. So you know, okay. when you when you're dealing with that, you know, you're dealing with opening bottles. You have to learn certain grapes, certain varietals. You know, you got to know what tans are. You got to know what stringency. You know what astringency is. You got to know different. You know smells and. Uh, aromas on the nose that you get when you sniff wine, you know, you know, you got to know your front of your palate, the back of your palate. It's just a lot of things you have to learn. So, you know, I got obsessed with it. And, you know, it's just, 
I love wine. Like, it's one of my favorite things to do is just have a nice glass of red with a nice full-body cigar and just chill. Like, it's my thing. It's what I do. Now, with, with that great knowledge of wine and cigars, have you thought about having a, a business or, or some kind of D-Prince brand of wine? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, when, when the time comes and, you know, the, the right people come along, I'm definitely thinking about I was actually talking about, you know, starting my own line of cigars you know, and um, maybe even start my own um, uh, line of wine or something, you know, just because I'm so infatuated with it and I love, it's like a hidden art that a lot of people don't know about. So absolutely, that's something that I, I would definitely consider in the near future, hopefully. Oh, yeah. Well, let's check out the song Wine Cellar, and we'll be right back with more D Prince. <laughs> Down the stairs to the wine cellar, vintage bottle specialist, homie. I'm a fine fella, not the average nigga that's rapping that you define cellar, rhyme cellar, form a stop sign dweller. My girl relaxing on the love sofa, up in the man cave, got roots on dubs over, don't acknowledge simple minded niggas when we rub shoulders. I used to rock Tim's, now I'm a love loafer. Too classy, CFR inner, mantra shade wine, see scallops for my dinner. Heart slow bound in the Bentley, smoking a dab of dog, dressed in all black, and they riding like they half a hall. Yeah, yo, we live from the wine cellar. Daniel Ellington on the time cellar. I got bottles on chill. Rubble band, hundred dollar bills, I'm ill. Live from the wine cellar. Daniel Ellington on the time cellar. Got bottles on chill. Rubber band and hundred dollar bills. Catch me sipping on my rose blend. This rap shit is a fortress. No way in, nigga. I sniffed the court before I poured a crate. Case of Caymus in the back of that quarter to eight. Look how my wallies and the labels they coordinate. The cannon with a humidor. The way I orchestrate. Don't do picnics, they call it pick a nigga. Pick of the litter, that's enough, make a nigga consider. Old six Chardonnay is sort of bitter. You ain't in my galaxy traveling different orbits, nigga. Half of y'all show resentment, the other half follow. Frank family reserve, got a half bottle. Yeah, yo, we live from the wine cellar. Daniel Ellington on the time cellar. I got bottles on chill. Rubble band, hundred dollar bills, I'm ill. Live from the wine cellar. Daniel Ellington on the time cellar. I got bottles on chill. Rubble band, hundred dollar bills, I'm ill. From Chi-Town to the Ville, Nap down to the Natty, Hype is where it's at for music and news. From hip-hop to Hollywood. Attention listeners. Log on to thehypemagazine.com for the hottest hip-hop and urban magazine you've ever seen. Get the 411 on the world of entertainment, new releases, and, and more. more. Just log on to thehypemagazine.com. In stores now at 7-Eleven, Kmart, Target, Barnes & Noble, Marsh, Kick and Save, as well as all mobile devices. Hype, how you perceive everything. West Point, Georgia is going down next Saturday, October 11th for the October 5th. So definitely if you're in the metro Atlanta area down south, you come on down to the Irish Bread Pub, West Point, Georgia for the October 5th. It's going to be all kind of fun and food. And also we're going to have those Auburn Tigers on the TV. <laughs> but we're going to welcome D. Prince back to the show. Yeah, yeah. I uh, uh, definitely enjoyed, enjoyed the selection of songs that we played for you tonight. Um, oh, thank I wanna, you, man. I want to ask you, are there any shout-outs you'd like to give? Uh, 
Yeah, man, just a, a shout-out to all my classy people out there, man, all my, you know, CFR inners as well, like the call of, you know, uh, shout-out to my wife, my man Ibrahim, uh, my man Nick Russo, uh, BK Dubs, everybody that supported me over the years, man, I see you. Now, where can we find you online? CFRNmusic.com. Go there, you know, for updates, um, shows. You know, you want to get some nice pictures of the kid, go up there, check me out, you know, videos, all that. CFRNmusic.com. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, no doubt. D. Prince, I want to say thank you for taking your time to be on the show tonight. We definitely want to check out the mixtape that you're going to be dropping next week and also Black Sinatra on November the 4th. We definitely want to get yes, get to get the listener as well and, and and bump it on the radio show. Yes, sir. Thank you, man. I appreciate you guys for having me, man. One love. Uh, no, no problem. No doubt. One love. That was D Prince. We're gonna keep the show going on at the bottom of the hour. We have a very talented singer, jazz musician, Jay Chantel. She's gonna be on momentarily. Also, at the top of the hour, we're gonna have. Scott Smith on from Streetlight Recruiting. We're going to be talking about some football, of course, uh, college and NFL. And then at the bottom of the hour, at the 930 mark, we're going to have Little Fly. He will be in the studio. And we're going to be talking to him. He's a teenage sensation down here in in, in the dirty south that we call it. Uh, we're going to check him out and see what kind of movement and, and the music that he has to put out. Uh, but we're going to take a quick break. And we'll be right back with more of the Live by Terrence show. Doing the money dance, money dance. 
step back now, watch me throw these bands. I'm in a club, got on these Ray-Bans. Not from this world, I'm out of space, man. Say she love me, she just love the D. I got your girl, that's why you mad at me. Liquid assets, that's a money thing. We making money for the family. Want the old maids that don't make Got the whole club going crazy. How we pulled up in the Mercedes. Want the old maids that don't make Got the whole club going crazy. How we pulled up in Mercedes.
Yo, y'all, this is the ruler T. Oh, oops, oops, that's my old name. <laughs> T-Rex. <laughs> Welcome back to the Live by Terrence show. Yeah, I had a memory lapse there. Uh, I just want to say we're broadcasting worldwide. I just want to thank everyone that has supported the Live by Terrence show and is tuned in currently. We are broadcasting live south of Atlanta, north of Auburn, Alabama. We want to welcome our next guest. Um, she is a recording artist, composer, musician on the eclectic soul genre. Uh, we we had the honor of checking her out at the Jazz on the River in Columbus, Georgia, uh, a little over a month ago, and she definitely put on a, a great show. We're going to welcome Jay Chantel to the show. How you doing tonight? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I just want to say thank you for taking the time to be on the show tonight. Uh, it's definitely an uh, honor, and we are definitely a fan of your music. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. You know. Oh, oh. So, what have you been up to since uh, we checked you out live in Columbus, Georgia, back in August? Well, actually, um, like a couple of weeks after the uh, Jazz on the River, I took a move to Savannah, Georgia. Um, my uh, co one of my coworkers and my colleagues from college got a band director job here at high school. So I came here, you know, assisting him also, you know, I'm still working on my music, but I do that on the side, to, you know, give back to the community. Okay. And and how is that transition working for you from coming from Alabama to Savannah, Georgia now? Well, it's, it's kind of better for me, you know, because leaving Alabama, you know, I got to find myself more and, you know, discover what I really wanted to do. And I was able to, uh, you know, be led by God on, you know, what I'm supposed to be doing right now. And I believe this is where he has me headed, you know. Yeah, Savannah is a, is a very nice area and, and, and it's known for the, the the tradition, the heritage, and music. So how are you going about infusing your music into that area and beyond? Well, actually, as soon as I moved here, I got a brass band together because, you know, in Mobile, you know, Mobile is the birthplace of Mardi Gras. Just going to let y'all know that right quick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> in Mobile, we have like a brass band tradition, you know, where we second line and, you know, do all the balls and the Mardi Gras parades. And that's like a big tradition in our city. So I'm trying to incorporate that here. And, you know, we've been going out like on the weekends down on River Street. And we've been playing and, you know, get some good reviews on that. So that's something that I'm going to incorporate here while I'm here. Oh yeah, and, and you know Savannah, Georgia is very well known for St. Patrick's Day. It's, it's like the second biggest uh, gathering besides Boston. So I know definitely that they'll give you a great wide variety of audience to you know display your talents. Yeah, definitely. I'm definitely looking forward to that. Now we we had the listening pleasure to check out the CD that we had um, gotten from. Um, your manager at the Jazz on the River. Uh, how do you go about selecting some of the music that that you do to you know put your your brand on in, in your eclectic soul into it? Well, all of my music is a reflection of me. So everything that I put out in the order is in the order of my life situation and what you know what I actually have going on at the time. So. Uh, Feel So Good is a single that I just released last month. And it was at a point in my life where, you know, you were looking for love. And, 
you know, my partner wrote, I co-wrote to that song, actually. And okay. that's what I felt I wanted to put out at the moment because that's where I was, you know. So each song on there, you know, it just goes through my life. It's just an expression of me. You know, that's all I do. I express myself through my music. Yes, and we're definitely going to be checking out Feel So Good um, in just a moment. Uh, we had listened to that track, and we are fans of yours, and, and we definitely enjoy what you bring into the music industry. Um, where do you see your career going um, in the present and also in the future? I see it as limitless right now because God is taking me to a place that I know, you know, he's going to, He's going to show itself, you know. This is what I've been, you know, I didn't really choose this. You know, it chose me, I say, because when I was younger, I always wanted to be, you know, and I wanted to act. I wanted to be in law enforcement. You know, I still act. You know, I display that through my stage presence. But, you know, this is something that God has for me, and this is, I feel like, what I was created to do. Now, you say it chose you. When, at what age do you remember when you received that call and that, hey, you know, this this music thing is, is who I'm about, you know, about, I'm about to put my time and dedication into? Yeah. Um, well, I started playing the trumpet when I was 10. I was inspired. You know, I, at my church, it was this guy that used to play the trumpet. And I was like, I really love, I, you know, I love the way it sounds. I just, it was just something about it that touched me and moved me. And I felt like, it's something that I'm supposed to be doing with that, you know. So I talked to my parents about it, and they bought me my first trumpet. And I just start taking it to church and, like, practicing. And on from there, you know, in high school, I start singing in the choir, and that's how, I, you know, start singing. And I used to write poetry in high school. So along with that, it just became a part of me. You know, in, in college, I was in the marching band. You know, I was in a wind ensemble. You know, the music ensemble where I sang in the choir. It was just, music has always been inside of me. So that's all that I'm, you know, going to give. Oh, yes, no doubt. And also, you you are a graduate of Alabama State, that's correct? Well, no, I didn't graduate from Alabama State. But I went to Alabama State two years. And then I, uh, yeah, I left there and went to another college. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What was your What was your experience? Were you uh, Did you play in the band at, uh, at ASU during that that two year span? Yeah, that was like one of the best parts of my life. Uh, being a student at Alabama State in the band, that was I learned a lot um, being there. Actually, I learned how to be a leader. You know how to have more discipline. You know, practice and everything. You know, just building a bond with the people who were there. It became a part of my life. And you know, I loved it. I wouldn't trade it for nothing. Oh yeah. Now, now, who are some of your influences um, in your life and also in the music that you uh, you play? Well, my uh, well, my biggest influence right now is my son. You know, because I feel like I'm doing this for both. You know, for me and him, but him more because I didn't have a lot of. Uh, you know, growing up. We didn't have a lot of money, so I couldn't go to the, like, fine art schools and things like that and do what I really wanted to do because, you know, my parents couldn't afford it. But, you know, my son, he's into music, too. He's six, and, you know, Mm -hmm. I hear him playing around on the keyboard and the trumpet and the drums. So I want him to have that opportunity, you know. So this is another reason, you know, why I push so hard. 
So we're going to expect to hear uh, a uh, a duet together, right, in the future? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you may, yeah. <laughs> we can make that yeah. work. Oh yes, that I, I think that would be a uh, that would be great for you know to honor you because you know you, you know you, you know God has put this music into you and then it's also influencing your son to to go about to get into you know music as well. So I, I think that would be a a very good bun and I, I can't can't wait whatever how many years it takes for that to happen. Uh, I definitely want, would like to hear hear a song from you all. <laughs> yeah, it's I believe it's gonna happen. Sooner than you think, maybe. Okay, <laughs> that sounds that sounds sounds good. There, uh, we want to play play this track called "Feel So Good." Uh, is there anything else you would like to say about it, or any any other comments? Well, "Feel So Good" uh, is a love song. It's an R and B love song. I think they're gonna love it, and it's available on iTunes for ninety nine cents. It's called "Feel So Good." All right, we're gonna check out "Feel So Good," and we'll be right back with more Jay Chantel.
From Chi-Town to the Ville, Naptown to the Natty, Hype is where it's at for music and news. From hip-hop to Hollywood. Attention listeners. Attention listeners. Log on to thehypemagazine.com for the hottest hip-hop and urban magazine you've ever seen. Get the 411 on the world of entertainment, new releases, and, and more. more. Just log on to thehypemagazine.com. In stores now at 7-Eleven, Kmart, Target, Barnes & Noble, Mars, Kick and Save, as well as all mobile devices. Hype, how you perceive everything. Welcome back to the Live by Terrence show. This is T-Rex. Definitely want to give a salute to the Hype Magazine. we got some things in the work, so be looking out for that collaboration in the future. I want to welcome Jay Chantel back to the show. Uh, definitely enjoyed that track. Feels so good. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you like it. Now, um, are you are there any other future projects that you're um, working on that you can um, discuss right now or, 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 or where? Um, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, well, I got tongue tied there. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Well, right now, um, since I just took a big move, I had, I was working on my EP. I had to push that back, you know, another month. But I'm still working on that right now. I had to get settled here first, you know, and uh, that's what we're doing right now. Going to be done with the EP. It's going to be entitled All I Have Left. But it's going to be later in the year. So I'll be announcing that soon. You can follow me, like, on um, Twitter. At Jay Chantel Music. Follow me on Instagram at Jay Chantel Music. You can follow me on Facebook at Jay Chantel. And we're working on my website right now, so it's down at the moment, but it'll still be at jchantelmusic.com. It'll be back up in a few weeks. Okay, most definitely. Now, are there any shout outs you'd like to give out tonight? Well, I want to give a shout out to everybody, you know, my team, my manager, Shavon, uh, my partners, Kevin and Nigel. My web designer, Giorgio Backman, and uh, everybody that's on my team, you know. No doubt, no doubt. And Jay Chantel, I wanted to say thank you for taking the time to be on the show tonight, and we're definitely looking forward to have you back on in the future. And we'll definitely be looking out for that EP whenever uh, you drop it, and we'll definitely uh, we'll keep in contact with you. Okay, thank you. Thanks well, thank for having you so me. Much. You, right, you have a you. Uh, God bless you. All right. Bye-bye. That was Jay Chantel. You could definitely check out Feel So Good. That, that, that's a nice, smooth R&B track that she has out right now. Uh, you can get it on CD Baby and also on iTunes. Uh, we definitely um, support her movement. We did get a copy of the CD, and we did purchase the the single, Feel So Good. And, you know, I just... I, I like people that's very humble and and have a purpose into doing whatever they need to do in life. Uh, she received a calling at the age of ten to pursue music, and anything that God's put put in you is for you, and what He has for you is for you. So if you if you get that calling directly from Him, there's nobody on this earth that can stop you from pursuing that and, and accomplishing that. So, and she's a perfect example of that, indeed. But we got more coming up at the top of the hour. We have Scott Smith coming on in just a few moments. We're going to be talking college football. We're going to, ooh, yesterday was considered Separation Saturday. We had so many upsets. We had the number two, three, four, six, and eight team to lose, and also number 17, Wisconsin lose. All yesterday in college football, 
every game counts. It's not like the NFL where you can lose seven games, eight games, and still get in the playoffs at a shot at the Super Bowl. College, if you're a big-time program, at the most you probably lose one game. And with the college football um, playoffs coming up, this is the first time ever for uh, the FBS that one loss, of, or maybe probably, I mean, you probably stretch it to two losses. It all depends on how you lose. You lose both games in overtime, like LSU did years ago. They end up going to the national championship game with two losses. It's, it's plays an important part. Plays an important part who you who who those programs schedule to play. Non conference and conference. Southeastern Conference is by far the toughest conference in college athletics. And um, it's, it's a rival game in every game, and you all just see the fan base down in this area. It, some people take it personal. Some people live and die by it, sadly. You know, I, I, me personally, I'm, I'm a big fan of Auburn, but I am a graduate of the University of Alabama. So I have ties to both schools, but I'm not a fanatic to the point where if Auburn loses, uh, my whole day is ruined. Those three hours, three and a half hours, just give me time to to enjoy the game, the comp- come on, competitiveness, competitiveness. <laughs> I'm having a tough time. I guess it must be the fall weather that that got me all shook up. But I, I just enjoy the competition and, and the spirit and the dedication that those players put into playing and, and representing their school. On the way, I would get real emotional about it if, you know, if I had my children going there, or if it's somebody I knew was going there, or if I was investing money into their program. That's about the only way I would get let it affect me. But other than that, I'm just a fan. You know, I I do my share of trash talking and so forth, back and forth. It's all good. You know, you can find me on Facebook on some of the football groups where I post pictures and and memes of different characters saying this funny stuff. So <laughs> that's how we do it. But we're going to take a quick break. And at the top of the hour, we should be kicking off our football coverage. And then at the bottom of the hour, we will have our last interview, which will be Little Fly. Live by Terrence.
You know, we've been going through this rough patch for a while now. And it's finally reached its breaking point. You want to leave, and I can't stop you if that's what you want to do. But I really don't want you to go. Maybe you'll understand it better if I say it this way. Baby, please forgive me for the things I've done. Cause I didn't treat you like you were the only one. And I don't want to lose everything that's mine. I just hope and pray that I'm not out of Welcome back to the Live by Terrence show. I am T-Rex. We have Scott Smith in the building. We're going to welcome Scott Smith to the show. How you doing tonight? I'm doing good, Terrence. How are you doing? Man, I am doing wonderful. Uh, uh, well, we got a lot to talk about, especially college football. Yes, we'll talk about, we'll talk, we'll do the Jay Cutler bashing it toward the end. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. We can do that later. <laughs> Man, can you believe yesterday? What, what, what's your thoughts on, on it was, separation uh, Saturday? It was, it, to be honest with you, it was so crazy, and there were so many, there were so many, um, I guess you'd say, upsets and, and intriguing games that I was still trying to catch up on what all happened until today. I mean, to be honest with you, I just found out from, uh, like, I, I, I missed the uh, end of the Nebraska-Michigan State. It got a lot closer at the end than I than I had anticipated, and. Uh, I heard about there was a Wild West uh, show uh, shootout with California and Washington State. I I got so much football between eleven o'clock and and, and eight o'clock yesterday. I didn't even know what happened after that. <laughs> oh man, yeah, late last night Utah pulled the upset over UCLA, and I mean, yeah, it was just yeah, um, that, that was crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was just just unbelievable, unbelievable, and then it's all set up a the great matchup between Auburn and Mississippi State, two versus three. So definitely, yeah. definitely looking forward to that. And then your team, Notre Dame, is number six. Yeah, and hey, we pulled it out. We it was a good win. Stanford's a good team, and it kind of made me feel a little bit better about my squad going forward because Stanford's uh, Stanford's good. Yes. Uh, now we now we got to pull Florida State coming up, and that's going to be uh, that's going to eliminate one of those two. Yeah, I'm pulling for you all, man. So hopefully, we we can beat uh Mississippi State. <laughs> Where do you guys got Mississippi State at? I, I I hadn't seen if you were hosting or or at or at, or at State. Oh, they're playing away. They're playing in Starkville. 
And that's also oh, see, ESPN yeah. College Game Day location. Yeah, so and uh, Ole Miss has got to go to Texas A&M too, correct? Right, that's correct. And but that's his, it, I believe, in, in my opinion, and so far I'll be I'll be the first to admit, Ole mm. Miss and Mississippi State have been they were they proved yesterday they're better than I thought they were. Um, but I still here's my question about them two: the difference between them two and the LSU's and Auburn's and Alabama's and the SUS has always been one thing, winning on the road. And Ole Miss and Mississippi State still haven't done that. I mean, they both of them still won at home yesterday. So my question is, can Ole Miss go and win at Texas a and I don't know. Right. But well, So what's your thoughts of both of the Mississippi schools being tied for third in the AP poll? Do you think that's more just to uh, get the state excited or not, not having the kind of, you know, you know, Mississippi State and Ole Miss are rivals. So you think that just trying to, you know, bring the state together, the yeah, I mean, celebrate. I, I, I think because if you if you look at it so far, it is hard to separate the two. Both of them had good wins. Both of them looked impressive uh, at times. Although I'll say this, to me, Ole Miss has struggled more than Mississippi State. If you if you just if you just look at it from this season, I mean, you're talking about an Ole Miss team that that was. It all basically was uh, in a tie game going to the fourth quarter with Memphis. I mean, so let's 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 temper the enthusiasm on yesterday. They they, they beat Alabama. Okay, that's a very good win. But when you when you struggle with Memphis and you struggle with a very down Boise State earlier in the year, I'm still I'm not sold. I'm not sold that Bo Wallace can lead them to to any kind of. So for them, they're the top three, they're the number three team in the country. Mm, do I think they could beat? Every other team in the country, no, no. I mean, I don't think if they played an Oklahoma or a neutral field, I don't think they'd have a prayer. That's just my personal opinion. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you on that. And also, Auburn moved up to number two. They're only like two points behind Florida State for for becoming the number one team in the nation. Um, what what are you satisfied with the number six ranking that your team has? Um, you know, here's my thing about it, Terrence. Uh, I'm not satisfied. I don't think we got the respect, and I, nor do I think TCU got the respect. They should have gotten in the rankings. TCU beat a very good Oklahoma team. TCU's 5-0. They should be ranked higher than ninth. They should be ranked ahead of Alabama. Notre Dame should be ranked. We should have went up further than we did by beating a very, very good Stanford team. But here's the thing. This, during the season, it's going to shake itself out. When, at the end of the year, when Stanford's 9-3 and or 10-2, and I believe we'll get more credit for the win than we got yesterday. And then also Ole Miss and Mississippi State. Again, you know, Ole Miss goes to Texas A&M this Saturday. I believe we'll bypass them. This time next Sunday, me and you will be discussing Ole Miss's loss. Yes. You know, no, so I, I think, I think you know, attrition attrition during the season, it's a long, it's a long college football season. Um, you will see teams kind of eliminate each other, and I believe Mississippi State and Ole Miss. Mississippi State has more staying power than Ole Miss, if you ask me. But, I mean, I believe Notre Dame will kind of – uh, move up. If we beat Florida State, we're in. You know, that's the way I look at it. If we beat Florida right. State, at, at Florida State, we're going to be in the college football playoff, and it doesn't matter who who else goes undefeated. So, you, so you I, feel, I just think, you know, do what? You feel good about uh, about them beating USC? I mean, I, yeah, I think we're better than USC. Now, I don't think we're better than Florida State, I'll be honest with you. Okay. I don't. I, don't. Um, I think that at the same time, we went to Florida State before, when they mm-hmm. had more talent than us, and beat them. You know, I remember when we went there in 2003, Florida State was a 23-point favorite, and Notre Dame beat, beat them like they stole something. <laughs> you know, so, 
So, I mean, I'm not going to rule this out, but I do think Florida State's got the better team. I and mean, Florida State's very good. Um, I don't even think they've played to their level yet. I mean, I, I'm kind of, to be honest with you, I'm a little bit scared that we may get their best game. And if we do, it's going to be a long Saturday. Right. Right. But you we, know, we, we do have one thing that's, that's not, that I think a lot of people aren't talking about as far as when you when you talk about Notre Dame. Is we have five ineligible players, two of which are arguably our two best players, and make mm-hmm. it rule back eligible this coming week. And if that happens, that's going to change a lot of it, I believe. Our wide, we got a wide receiver, DeVarce Daniels, and a corner named Kabari Russell that are arguably our two best players that may become eligible this coming week. Right. I, I think I think the writers might might have gotten caught up in all the hysteria yesterday. If I was doing the ranking, I would probably keep Florida State at one because they haven't lost. You know, I'm, I'm old school with that. Auburn being number two. I would consider putting Notre Dame number three and maybe – uh, Baylor number four and Ole Miss five and Mississippi State six. What, I, I what's probably your, what's agree with you on that. I, I, you know, I definitely I agree with you on that. I'm old school about the Florida State as well. When, when you're the champ, you're the champ until somebody beats you. I agree with you on that. And Auburn, Auburn's definitely the second best team in the country right now. You ask me. But that's that. Yeah, I can see. I can see definitely the rankings being what you just stated. I mean, but at the same time, people love to get excited about the now. You know what happened most mm-hmm. recently. And, and and the sexy thing from yesterday was Ole Miss and Mississippi State. That's that is the, you know, and Notre Dame kind of had a boring win against Stanford. Um, do I think Stanford is better than Texas A&M? Yeah, I do. I mean, I do. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, people don't look at it like that. Um, but that's just you know, and I think Alabama win was a good win for Ole Miss. So I get I get the whole the whole persona of, of trying to you know be in the now, and that's the sexy thing. But uh, I mean, I believe during the season it, it'll play itself out. So I try not to get caught up in the rankings right now. Much. Yeah, it, it's fun for like the fans and you know sports writers to talk about it because really the schools and the players don't really care about it too much. So it, it, it gives us something to talk about on on radio shows and at work and and, and you know, on message boards all day. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, and, and you know again, I think they'll get more into the conversation once. You know, it gets deeper in the season. Right now, we're still real early. They haven't even come out with what the committee, or what the playoff committee is saying yet. So I think the deeper every week you get, the more even the players and the coaches will start getting into the discussion because this playoff thing is going to create a lot of arguing. <laughs> it's going to create quite a quite a bit of, of arguing. But at the same time, I'm a big believer that that pretty much it's going to work itself out. And that when you get to the end. You may have an argument between number four and number five, but in reality, if you look at all the past 20 years, for example, if you look at every year, the top three teams have been easy to pick, and you might have an argument right. for number four. But, I mean, for the most part, it's going to work itself out. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I love ball, especially college ball. I just like the season comes and goes so quick, and I just uh, save every, every moment. And, and stay on top of because we had to wait almost eight months for the season to come back around, and that's a longer way in any other sport that we major sport we have going on in this country. So it's definitely yeah. good way to you know to enjoy on Saturdays and and, and eat and also some good food too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, but as usual, after that ends, it comes Sunday Sunday football and. You know, we both are followers of the Chicago Bears, and they they got this quarterback. Uh, he just turns over the ball too much. Three turnovers today, 
it, they had a chance listen, to win. <laughs> it, it's like uh, there's only a few, a few things that are for sure in life: death, taxes, and Jay Cutler turning the football over. It's just, <laughs> hey, every Sunday you can go and you can check out the, you know, you can check the box score, uh, look on ESPN.com, go to the Bears, check the box score. Jay Cutler, two to three turnovers, guaranteed. It's guaranteed. And the only way he didn't turn it over two or three is if he got hurt. <laughs> Man, what you know, is it's, it's frustrating. It's frustrating as a Bears fan, but at the same time, I have to laugh at it so I don't get so mad. I mean, if it wasn't for Notre Dame winning Saturday, I, I really – I mean, if we had lost Notre Dame, we would have lost yesterday, and the Bears would have lost today like we did with Jay Cutler once again turning it over. I, I don't know what to do, what I would do with myself. So I just try to – I'm in a college football state of mind right now because I'm trying to keep my mind off Jay. Yeah, I just don't get it. We we were up twenty one to seven against Carolina. And then here comes the bad Jay Cutler. Rest of the way. That, hey, well, you know, and that's the yeah, I, I I take the score and we were we were winning. I was like, Yeah, okay, we we got this today and, and I go and I look and he he's turned it over, sure enough. He's turned two interceptions, one fumble, <laughs> and then and then the guy the thing about it is you look at his completions, the guy had twenty one completions, twelve of them were to our running back, Matt Forte out of the backfield. So really Throwing the football down the field, Jay completed less than 50% of his passes. I mean, that's a frustrating Saturday. I mean, Sunday. That's a frustrating Sunday. Yeah, I I, I just don't believe that they're going to honor that five-year contract. At some point, somebody in the front office is going to have, have some comments. We're going to have to go another direction because, he, I mean, you get – you get high on times when he has those three touchdown games, and then when it all counts, he's gonna throw an interception. He's gonna fumble. He's gonna have that same little smirk on his face. Either well, and way. you know what? The same th- same thing last Sunday. Uh, what, what was it? Was it a tie game? Fourth quarter, third quarter when Jay started started being Jay Cutler. Uh, you know, yeah. so two Sundays <laughs> in a row that he's really you know, hey, uh, good night. It's like I saw I saw a shirt on Facebook. The other day, and I believe I tagged you in it. It said, said "Cutler makes me drink," <laughs> and that's that's pretty much how I feel about it. Jay is frustrating. <laughs> yes, he is very. Yeah, Cutler will make anybody drink, especially because <laughs> I, I mean, ah, uh, if we just had a steady quarterback that just just managed the game well, we should easily be three and two or four and one right now. Absolutely, absolutely, and Jay just. I don't know. I think with that contract, the way his contract set up, and you know, those offensive guys believe in him because he does. He does look good sometimes. It's just, um, I think they're going to continue to kind of ride his, you know, continue to let him play. I mean, I, I believe that we have a better option on the roster now. Ask me. I, I know that a lot of people don't remember Jimmy Jimmy Clausen from Notre Dame, but I think Clausen will turn the football over less than Jay Cutler. Now that's not saying much because I believe Scott Smith would turn the football over less than Jay Cutler. <laughs> but you know, I just think if you don't turn the ball over as a as a quarterback, you give your team an opportunity. Because if you give the other the opponent the ball in your own territory, it really doesn't matter how good your defense is; they're going to score points. So, not turning the ball over is just as important as having a quarterback who makes big plays. So, uh, you know, it, it is frustrating. And I, I think we, you know, I don't know. I, I just believe that we're kind of what, what we got today is what we're going to continue to get as a, as a Chicago Bears fan. That's what we're going to get. And uh, it's frustrating. It's probably similar to what the Falcons feel like about their defense. Yeah. <laughs> every Sunday the Falcons' defense gets shredded. Every Sunday we turn the – Jay Cutler turns the ball over. Yeah, that's just horrid play from Falcons' defense and uh, Chicago Bears. 
Uh, well, what's going on in the high school recruiting trail there? Oh, it's been uh, been pretty it's been pretty hectic and busy. I've had uh, Oklahoma and BYU call me multiple times this past week. Obviously, obviously Oklahoma should have spent more time uh, should have spent more time on their game plan against CCU than recruiting. <laughs> but uh, but they they did. They, they've been quite a few calling and uh, quite a few Division One schools calling and looking at players and got some really good players uh, coming down the pipe pipeline here and uh i believe uh it's getting recruiting season as you get towards the end of college football season recruiting season really kicks in um but like i said oklahoma apparently spent too much time on the phone with me not enough time worried about the horn frogs <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know um man it's just crazy man it's just crazy i'm looking forward to another week of Crazy football next weekend, and hopefully the Chicago Bears can turn their fortunes around. Yes, sir. I'm hoping so as well. I'll tell you what. Uh, I'd like to go ahead, go on record, and make a prediction like I, like I did earlier. I want to make the prediction that Texas a is going to take down Ole Miss, put that on record. And it's too bad we didn't have a show last Sunday because, because I let me toot my own horn and say that I predicted TCU to beat Oklahoma ahead of time. Uh, and they were a huge underdog, but I didn't see anybody else picking TCU to be Oklahoma, so I'm pretty proud of that pick. TCU's got a very underrated team, so keep an eye on them. They got a very good defense. Yeah, they 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 are very underrated. They have um have I think I saw a stat they have beaten three top five teams in the last um three years. I, I might be yeah, wrong. I mean they're they're tough at they're, they're tough at home, and then even when they struggled two out the last two years, I think they went seven and five or six and six. But even then, they have one of the top defenses in the Big 12. Now, they didn't stop Oklahoma yesterday, obviously, but now they actually have an offense that when their defense doesn't play well, they can win They can win that game too. So, so they're dangerous. They're, I mean, they're a team that can, can score and stop you. And they, they make, you know, if you remember a few years ago, they went undefeated and beat Wisconsin in the Rose Bowl. Mm-hmm. It hadn't been that long ago. They were really good. Yeah, and Coach Patterson is always always doing a great job with that program, and their defense is always in the top five scoring and total total yards as well. So they, they always they always like the wild card team. It's a team you had to look out for. You really don't get surprised if they do beat the Oklahoma or or any um, big time yeah. school. Well, you know they're similar to Stanford when you look at it. They're a team that doesn't necessarily have the great athletes, but they are mm-hmm. a team that you don't want to play. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're one of those teams where you're like, oh, man, <laughs> we're going to play those guys just because they're going to hit you just like I was talking about Stanford. TCU and Stanford are both physically tough teams to get after your tail. And, and you know, Patterson, that's what Gary Patterson teaches at TCU. It's a team that, you know, they may stink into the college football playoffs because, you know, I'm sure none of those big 12 teams want to play them. I mean, even Baylor, Baylor probably don't want to play TCU after they beat Oklahoma. Right. You, you know what's sad? We could have we could not have said this nine years ago. Texas is probably what the fourth best team in the state now. It's very likely, very likely. Wow, I mean, and and, 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 and they're probably you could make a case they were fifth best. Texas Tech had to fell on their face the last few weeks, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's pretty bad. I agree with you. That's pretty sad. So, do you feel in your mind that Charlie Strong can turn turn that program around? Because I mean, you. That's just like saying, well, it's been years when Alabama was like down down in Auburn also. But for Texas to be, like you said, two weeks ago, they probably was the fifth best team behind Texas Tech until, you know, they they flopped a couple of times the last couple of weeks. No, but, I, mean, 
I, here's the thing. I love Charlie Strong. I think he's a hard-nosed coach. I really like Charlie Strong a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And I even dealt with Charlie Strong. I had a couple, couple of my guys sign at Louisville when he was there. Um, so, I mean, I really respect Charlie Strong and like a hard-nosed approach. But here's the problem I have with I, – I, I have to blame it on him because I don't have any other place to blame it. In my right. lifetime, Texas is always – it didn't matter what Texas A&M did. Texas in recruiting and having worked in recruiting, you see Texas is going to get – their name gets guys over to over Texas A&M in recruiting my whole life. No matter what, no matter what A&M was doing, Texas gets who they want in the state of Texas. Well, right. for the first time ever, that is no longer the case. A&M is beating them head-to-head for guys, for top players in Texas. That is the, and again, no matter my whole life, it didn't matter how good Texas was, even when they were down, they still beat whoever they, anybody that they wanted in Texas, they got them. They just handpicked them. That's no longer the case, and that I've got to blame it on Charlie Strong because it's the only, it's the only difference. You know, A and M still A and M, Texas still Texas. They still have the same facilities, the same tradition, all that stuff. Something's going on recruiting wise. Someone is beating Charlie Strong, and I, I don't know what. So I like Charlie Strong, but he's doing something wrong. Right, and also to respond to that, I think also with the SEC infiltrating that state by them getting Texas A&M over to their conference, I think that might have had a lot to do with it too because, you know, if you can compare the SEC and the Big 12, really it's a big mismatch. So that, that probably oh, yeah, had, had, had a lot. I agree. I agree with you. And I think that, yeah, SEC, that's one place the SEC made a huge difference, I believe. You know, getting Missouri, that I don't think that was really a big impact because you're not going to recruit – in, even in St. Louis a lot. But but Texas A&M, it obviously has benefited them. Especially, I'll tell you one thing I think has benefited A&M uh, and, and some of the schools in the SEC. A&M playing well, coming into the SEC and competing immediately. I mean, right. they, you know, a lot of people thought they would get just hammered, and that has not happened. Um, and, again, I think they'll continue to compete. I'll be no miss this coming weekend. Let me just throw that out there again. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but uh, the, the more wins they have, you're right, the, the more – it does bring their their name kind of up with Texas, we, but again, it's just it's, it's odd to say because my whole life has been like Georgia, Georgia Tech. Who's going to get the kids in Georgia? Georgia, Georgia Tech's always right. going to get second. Same thing with A and M and Texas. Same thing with USC, UCLA. UCLA gets seconds. Well, it's just that's that's the main one that's changing is A and M and Texas. That's that's definitely taking a turn. Right, and you know Georgia Tech is one of the surprise schools this year. They're actually five and zero, and I think they cracked in at twenty two on the AP poll. Um, woo, Paul Johnson and, and that triple triple option offense is it, it, it definitely um, doing its thing there. It's hard to prepare for because you know everybody's into the spread, and you really don't face too many teams like that unless you're playing Army or Navy. I think Air Force also still run that triple option offense. So definitely Georgia Tech is on the move, and it'll be nice to see if if they can continue that run. And then when they play Georgia at the end of the year, how big that matchup would be. Absolutely, I, I think. And Tech is always I like Paul Johnson. I kind of I kind of always been one that believed that that he deserved a chance at a big program like he's got at Tech. Um, I will say this: athletically, they're not as good now as I thought five years ago they would eventually be. I mean, he hasn't he hasn't gotten the recruits that fit his system the way I thought. Um, I mean, even even though they're five and zero, Washington East Virginia Tech, I don't believe the best the better football team won that game. I think Virginia Tech was still a better team, and Georgia Tech got a couple breaks late in the game. We'll see. You know, eventually, the good thing about college football is eventually, you, you even if if you're winning with smoke and mirrors, it will come out eventually. You're going to show it's going to show its face and. 
Tech is going to run into Florida State or Clemson eventually, and we're going to see what they got. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And, uh, Scott, are, are there any um, shout-outs or acknowledgments you'd like to make at this time? Um, uh, not off the top of my head, other, other than other than make sure that you guys, anybody, any listeners, visit uh, www.streetlightrecruiting.com. I would appreciate it. But other than that, I – yeah, I got a shout out at Jay Cutler to not turn the football over no more, please. <laughs> <laughs> that's, well, that's you, about the only shout outs I got right now. Well, you in the right market to find the, the next college phenom and getting them to go to Scott. <laughs> <laughs> we need help. <laughs> yes, sir. We're trying. We're trying to get the Bears a new quarterback. Let's see if we can get one there quick. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> You can definitely reach Scott Smith on SLP Recruits on Twitter. Uh, it's Football Factory for Recruits, NCAA, NAIA, JUCO, whatever your situation. We're here to help. You uh, you can find Scott's um, email address and contact phone number there. Uh, Scott, I just want to say thank you again for calling in every Sunday to talk football. And we'll definitely do it again next Sunday, hopefully. Your prediction is correct with Texas A&M beating Ole Miss and, and Auburn beating Mississippi State. And of course, the Fighting Irish continue to to fight their way up the the charts there, the, the polls, so that way we can have the Auburn Notre Dame national championship game. <laughs> hey, we we have to do this show live, live on the live live at the game if we if we if that if that comes to comes to fruition. Yes, yes. If Auburn and Notre Dame makes it to the national championship, we must go to Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, we, we, we will make the trip, guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes, Terrence. Well, I enjoyed it, man. Like always, you take care, and, and we'll, we'll holler at you guys next Sunday. All right, thank you, Scott. That was Scott Smith. You can definitely hit him up. Streetlight Recruiting. He's one of the top high school recruiters in the nation. He is known as the Jeremy, Jerry Maguire of high school recruiting. I'm telling you, I don't know. My voice is kind of cracky. Crackling <laughs> today. I'm being ton tied. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I'm gonna blame it on the weather <laughs> because it, I'm definitely, it, it, you know, we had some of the hot times down here in the 90s, and all of a sudden it dropped down in the 40s last night. So they're kind of doing a lot to my voice and speech there. So I do apologize, but you know the show must go on, and we'll be right back in. And we're going to continue on with the Live by Terrence show. This is T-Rex. See Ham on the track. You know how we do it, man. Oh, boy, C-H-P, C-H-P-N-O-R. Hey, you. Represent your colors, but you leaving black and blue. 
Welcome back to the Live by Terrence Show. I am T-Rex. We are at the bottom of the hour here, and we have a young sensation that's about to come on the air with us in just a moment. He goes by the name of Little Fly. He has been doing showcases throughout the South. He's even been on two two mixtapes, on Get Signed or Die Trying, and the Top Ten Unsigned Acts, and that was sponsored by G-Unit A&R Rep J.T., we're going to welcome Lil Fly to the show. How you doing tonight, sir? What's going on? What's going on? What's good? Ah, nothing much, man. Trying to stay warm. You know, this Alabama weather is very unpredictable. <laughs> yeah, you know how that goes. <laughs> uh, I just want to say uh, thank you for um, taking the time to be on the show tonight. I know we have been corresponding for months and probably even a, a year because I remember when we started following each other on Twitter last year uh, about bringing you onto the show. So it's definitely an honor that to, to actually to have you on here now. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate I appreciate y'all for having me on here, man. You know what I'm saying? It's all love. Uh, no problem, no problem at all. Uh, uh, tell us about yourself. Uh, I know you, you know you, you're 16 and you've been doing showcases and you're definitely making a a, a big name for yourself and you, and you have a lot of followers. Uh, just tell us what what Lil Fly represent and 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 what the music that you do mean to you. Well, you know, the music music I do, man, you know, I most of the about trying to come up, you know. You know what I'm saying? I'm staying consistent with it, you know what I'm saying? Keep I'm grinding. You feel me? Like, uh we just got we just got that noise and neighbor label together. You know, everybody that down here from the net, you know, together. No, you know, I'm just I'm just working, man, you know. I I started rapping about three like two years ago, two or three years ago. You know, and I and I like that. I see that I can make, you know, I can make something do with it. So, you know, I just kept going on with it, and now I'm here. Now, yeah, tell us about this noisy neighbor label that you have. Uh, I, I've been sending hashtags all over social media. Uh, I even asked people. I said, "What what is noisy neighbor?" So, can you uh, break that down to us? What what, what that label represents? Noisy noisy neighbor. It really really is just like. We 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 me and my own homeboy like we really just got everybody that's young that really just make good quality of music around here. We really just got everybody to come together and make you know what I'm saying one label. You know why everybody can push each other and grind. You know you know it, it, we push each other and you know promote each we promote ourselves. Then you know we can we can make something around here. So you know that how that how we doing that right now. We got um. Uh, we got uh Spur Gang, you know, the whole YK, Guap Team, Rap Well, Trey Kyle, you know. Uh, you know, everybody everybody's around me just working. 
Now, I want to commend you on that. Uh, we, we had a, a guest on a couple of weeks ago, and he was talking about how he was he, he was using music to bring people together. And I see that you have that same vision, and I definitely want to commend you on that because, you know, especially in the rap game, is you always see people battling each other on records or have beef with each other. So being at your age, how uh, how does it feel to be someone that's different in the genre that's actually using the music and using the tools you got to bring people together. You know, it really it really just it really just it really just a mind thing. Really you gotta sit down and, you know, about what what is y'all really what is you really trying to do with this, you know, is you trying to which way are you trying to go? You know, uh if you bring everybody together really it just make it easier on each other. Because you pushing you okay, one person pushing you and you pushing you pushing yourself and when one person put things out, everybody push it, you know, and, and, and stuff like that. We just really promote each other. So if one of us blow up, then you know all are gone. Exactly, exactly. And I definitely respect you and commend you on that because we we need more people like that in life to do that, not just in music, but just. And, and you know, just in life in general, to help uplift others and and not be yeah. at each other because of this and that. So, little fly, you're definitely doing doing good, and I hope you uh, continue that movement and and also push that through your your record label there that you have going on. Um, I have a track that I want to play. Uh, it's called Here for You. We're gonna play that in just a moment. But uh, can you just tell us what what that track is about? Really, see that, that track was like. It really, I wrote that track on how I was really feeling at the moment, you know. So you know, I had a special girl, you know what I'm saying. So she, I, I just wanted to tell her I, I wasn't gonna never leave. I was here for her. So you know, I wrote that track, and you know, when I put it down, you like, you no know, people just telling me like, man, that's a hit right there. So you know, I just been pushing that. It got uh more over a thousand plays on SoundCloud. Little fly here for you, man. Everybody can go check that out, you know. And it it been history ever since. Now, if anybody that's listening and want to talk to Lil Fly, you can dial 646-378-0298 and press the number one on your keypad. We actually have a question. We're going to take this question. The last four digits is 7988. You're on the, on the air with T-Rex and Lil Fly. How you doing tonight? Hello? Okay, they disconnected. <laughs> That's okay. okay. But uh, any, anybody else want to ask a question, you can dial 646-378-0298. We are on the air with Lil Fly. He's definitely uh, doing big things in the rap rap industry. Uh, tell us about you being featured on the um, thisis50.com website and also uh, had the opportunity to be on two mixtapes sponsored by G-Unit. You know, I... Uh... When I, like when like back in like like a year ago, two years ago, I performed in Huntsville, Alabama at the Green Room, and it was uh, sponsored by uh, G Unit and uh, the South on um, JT. So I met I met him there. He was like he was trying to get like a uh, mixtape tape with a whole bunch of unsigned acts that got good music. So you know I uh, I linked with him and he told me to send him some music, and he liked it. So you know. And he put it on, so we all uh, did business or whatever. So he put it on the mixtape, put it on thisaffected dot com, and you know he actually he actually got some people signed off of the mixtape, and uh, the next mixtape he did uh, 
he um he hit me um manager up. He was like he wanted me to send him some more songs. He going to uh make tape. He was like he was gonna chew with song that he just really liked. So mm-hmm. uh that again. So we did bidding or whatever. And he put some he put some um uh, one of my songs on there. And you know like I had went to uh one of the make tape release party in Atlanta, Georgia. And you know it was like uh major folks in there like making the magazines and. All that type of stuff. Tia Cover, my pu- she a publisher. Okay. All that trying to meet all of them. So it was it was just like that. All love on here and all love on my end. Now we have this this caller back on the line. Uh, the last four digits is seven nine eight eight. You on the air with T Rex and Lil Fly? How you doing tonight? Doing all right. Uh, you have a question or a comment you'd like to make tonight? What's going on? I like the movement, man. Just keep on hustling, man. Appreciate it, appreciate it, man. You know I'm going. Yeah, man. Like that song, like it's hit, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. Just keep on grinding, cause you gonna make yeah, it, man. Yeah, man, make make sure you go put some more of your friends or uh or your family members on the music, man. You know, I'm trying to go global, so you know, help me out. Yeah, man, I got you, man. All right, straight up. Well, thank you for calling into the show tonight. Now we're gonna go ahead and kick off this this song for you, little fly. It's called Here for You, and we'll be right back.
Down to the Ville. Nap down to the Natty. Hype is where it's at for music and news. From hip-hop to Hollywood. Attention listeners. Attention listeners. Log on to thehypemagazine.com for the hottest hip-hop and urban magazine you've ever seen. It's the 411 on the world of entertainment. New releases and, and more. more. Just log on to thehypemagazine.com. In stores now at 7-Eleven, Kmart, Target, Barnes & Noble, Marsh, Kick and Save, as well as all mobile devices. Hype, how you perceive everything. Yo, this is the king of underground media, T-Rex. Welcome back to the Live by Terrence show. Definitely a salute to the Hype Magazine. Uh, we have some things coming up with them in the future, so you stand by. We're going to welcome a little fly back to the show. What's up? Yeah, we def- definitely enjoyed that track here for you. Uh, but what's some of the, the future projects that you have coming up? Uh, really, right now, I'm just, I'm just, work- I'm just working right now. You know, I'll probably on drop mid-tape. Either I'll probably drop a mid-tail or I'll probably do a video. I really want to do a video because I ain't got no, like, no real visuals out in the street. So, you know, I really want to do a video. Or either I'm going to drop a mid-tail. Okay. And are, are there any shout-outs you'd like to give out tonight? Yeah, man. Shout-out shout out to the whole Northern Neighbor, the label. You know, everybody behind me working. You know, uh... That's that's about that's about it. Shout out, hold up, hold up. Shout out, shout out to my manager too because you know he the one that pushed me, you know, get me on show, you know, and all that. So I got to shout out to my manager, shout out to my engineer, and that, that that's about it. Now, who are some of the people in the music industry that that you look up to or or influenced by, and also even be willing to work with or feature on on some of your songs? Really, I look up. I look up to like. Let me see. Person I look up to. Uh, I look up the uh, underground artists like Johnny Cinco and Rich Homie Well, Rich Homie Quan, like he big now, but him and Young Thug and all them because really they they came from part of town that nobody thought they would make it out. So you know, I uh you that like me. I I'm on part of town that. Look like nobody's not gonna make it out, but you know I'm determined to make it. Oh yes, and definitely with, with the music you have going on and the mindset that you have, I can see you making it and also getting others uh, to to make it with you as well. Appreciate, appreciate. And I just I just want to say, little fly, thank you for uh, taking the opportunity to be on the show tonight. Um, any any time you want to come on or you, you have any new releases. You can always send them through us, and we, we do all we can to uh, promote it for you, and, and also play it on our on our radio show. All right, you know, uh, whenever 
whenever I drop something new, you know I'm uh, you know I, you know I'll be back on here, you know uh, you know. All right, that's what's up. <laughs> well, thank you, little fly. Um, just hit us up any time, man. All right, man. Appreciate y'all, man. Appreciate all y'all. All love. That was little fly. Uh, you definitely can check him out. You can follow him on Twitter at little fly underscore ae. You can find him all over social media. He's he's definitely um, doing some things there. He's. Uh, Young teenage sensation. He he's uh got his head in the right place. You can check out his his new label, Noisy Neighbor. He has so many groups and, and other acts that's a part of that movement as well. Uh, we all are from the same area. We're South Atlanta. Uh, we live in a small area, but we we are on the major hub of uh, Interstate 85, and definitely we have artists that travel to Atlanta. Or they even come down here and do shows and everything and, and network. So uh, we definitely watch out for him. He's, he's making his name in, in the Atlanta area, which that is our media market. So salute Little Fly for being on the show. Um, also Jay Chantel, she was on earlier. And also D Prince. Um, Who Kid can be on. Happy birthday, Who Kid. He, he's doing a birthday bash in, in Vegas. He will be on, but in, in two weeks, well, not, not two weeks, three weeks, we have DJ Paul from the Mafia 6, which used to be 3-6 Mafia. DJ Paul will be making his third appearance on the Live by Terrence show, so we're definitely looking forward to having him on, uh, talking about the, what he got going on, and also the, some of that barbecue sauce that he, he came out with uh, a couple of years ago. I definitely would like to get a bottle of that barbecue sauce, so if, if DJ Paul is out there listening to the show. Uh, you can send us a ball our way. <laughs> uh, definitely get a shout out to College Underground Radio for syndicating the show. Blog Talk Radio for allowing us to have a platform for our voice to be heard. And I thank God every day for for um, allowing me to do this and have the vision and the college to do this. And also, this is a, a month of October, which is Breast Cancer Month Awareness. So, uh, ladies and even men, men can get breast cancer too. So you just need to get checked. You need to check for lumps and stuff in your chest. If you feel like uh, you ha- you have an issue there, you get your doctor's appointment and, and get that checked out. Uh, it personally hit hit me years ago. Um, I had an aunt that died from breast cancer a long time ago, uh, probably over twenty plus years ago. So I definitely know the effects of of cancer and especially breast cancer. Being in a family, so anyone out there, you uh, spread awareness, and that's why you see uh, a lot of pink ribbons and stuff that does represent uh, the breast cancer awareness. We we do have a go pink campaign going on. If you go to our Facebook page, you will see that our profile pic is a, a pink ribbon uh, with the Live by Terrence logo into it. And I want to give thanks to um, my lovely woman. My wifey Wendy for designing that and, and putting it up on the on the website there on what on our Facebook site, but uh, we we will be having some shirts made 
sometime during the month for that some pink shirts uh, to hand out when we're on location. Uh, I think our next location, well, we're not probably going to be doing a live remote, which is going to be there. It's probably going to be October the 11th at the Oktoberfest at the Irish Bread Pub in West Point, Georgia. And it's going to be an all-day event, and it will be family-friendly on the outside and downstairs. So if you have kids, they, they are welcome to come and, and fellowship and eat some good food and you know, and as for the adults, um, there will be beverages available, but just be responsible and don't drink and drive. And then I th- um, they're going to have live bands, and then upstairs they're going to have a DJ. So for the people that like to get their step on, they dance on, do the nay-nay or the shmurda or the shmoney dance, uh, you can head upstairs and, 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 and do that. So I definitely want to get a shout-out to them. I'm going to get a shout-out to the Live by Terrence staff, which it consists of me, uh, my lady, Wendy, Cordier, and Casey. That, that's our children there. And then they help out a lot. Uh, there was a big help when we went to Atlanta a few weeks ago for the BET weekend for the Hip Hop Awards. And so definitely give thanks to them for that. Um, we are the king of underground media. Uh, we're doing big things. We are unofficially back working with the hype magazine we're still working on some details actually we have some some meetings set up this week um, to get that finalized at one time the live by Terrence show was affiliated with the hype magazine and we once again is about to get that affiliation back so definitely uh, i definitely will keep you on the loop on that uh, i thank scott smith he, he's our weekly contributor football i'm a big football fanatic and so we talk football every week on on the Sunday show, and then also catch us on Thursday nights. So we didn't have a broadcast the previous Thursday, but we do have our turntable Thursdays. If you go on Google and hashtag turntable Thursdays, we definitely have our brand on that. And we, anything turntable Thursday, it would pretty much come up with live by Terrence because us and maybe a couple of DJs were the only people that ever used use turntable Thursdays as a hashtag, but we are all over cyberspace with that hashtag. That's our hashtag. <laughs> uh, but we will be broadcasting live again next Sunday. Uh, we're going to have a new time, though, um, to reflect on the fall and winter weather changes because our show is based outside. We have an outside studio, a lovely studio, and, you know, with the weather changing, getting colder and the sun setting a lot earlier, we're going to start broadcasting at 6 p.m. Eastern time every Sunday, starting next Sunday, October the 12th. So definitely tune in. We're still going to do up to two hours at the most, at the least an hour. <laughs> but in between an hour to two hours, we're going, to, we're going to try to bring out the best underground acts and even mainstream acts to the show so you have their voice heard and and hopefully that can inspire others and a lot of the a lot of the people we have on here uh, are god driven and they look at G- jesus christ as their lord and savior so we do seek people that that has that faith but but we give everybody a voice here so even if you, you're not t- on that movement yet uh, you still have the opportunity to come on here and, have, and make your voice heard uh, we are broadcasting worldwide and just grateful for the opportunity to, to do that. But uh, we're going to close out tonight's show. 
definitely uh, pretty much gave out my shout outs for the night. You just tune in next Sunday again, and we'll do it all over again. So you all have a good night. God bless.